I also spent the last few hours uh, lost in Twitter, just making a list of people that I want to argue with because they're wrong, that I don't know and will never meet. That's what it is to be a thought leader. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, today's discourse is apparently going to be a discussion about today's discourse and how much <laughs> I hate it. And oh, yeah. the word thought leader is definitely. I hate I brought it. that for you. <laughs> that is a sound that hurts you, and I brought it. I learned how it works, and I can say it shortly. Big triple. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah getting smaller by the minute. Um, yeah. So we uh, welcome to the Intergalactic Railroad. I'm I'm informed that we have to try to at least give the listeners some idea that we are different people. I'm Max or Wi-Fi Cat. You're Mike. Try it tonight. All right. Uh, we're, we're, so, all, we're all. We're all. What? Uh, nothing. The topic of conversation is totally applicable and hurts. It hurts more than cats. Yeah. It it hurts more than installing Wi-Fi in cats, which they you would not believe the amount they scream. They don't scream. Well, we do it professionally. I, I'm just kidding. They scream when they give them a bath, though. Have you ever tried the bath thing? Well, you install the Wi-Fi in the cat, and then it starts screaming because it has all this power. Yeah, It screams with power. It, it's a high-pitched whine. You can't hear it if you're over 30. It's fine. Max, will, <laughs> you, will you tell the folks who Venkatesh Rao is? Wait. So we're, today we're operating the, the discourse uh, war machine of Vinkatesh Rao at ribbonfarm.com. This one, this uh, um, thought nugget that he has thought led us to is called the Internet of Beefs. But he uh, he's a uh, Indian now American. Um, engineer now consultant and business genius uh he says on his blog he writes these incredibly long pieces and is sort of one of the one of the leading purveyors of of what is that he likes to call insight porn on the internet where you just write like 3000 word pieces where you make up a bunch of your own cutesy terms for things that already are known about and other people he have had such bad names for things. He made more than one name for the same idea. <laughs> it's always that idea. he's he, he. This is his character is to be the guy who's like. So have you ever thought about this? So I drew a two by two, and in one half of the two by two, I drew another two by two, and then that two by two is actually a donut due to horseshoe theory. So if you see how it all connects into a sort of tree structure, then you're building a pyramid. Um. He writes. He writes. Uh, he writes businessy shit for like consulting for consultants type uh, multi level uh, persuader bullshit. He, he also to advocate against building a cozy web, which is also a Walden ponding. Walden ponding and cozy web are terms he has invented for private group chats for and the effect of with your friends for. Specifically for talking with your friends when only the government is listening and not just random people. Walden yeah. Ponding and Cozy Web happen in a non-anonymous space, but a space that is, like, protected by firewalls. It's fucking CompuServe or AOL group chats, you know? AOL groups? Discord or signal chat or... Right. Yeah. Right, I'm just saying it's not new. It's been... This is a... This is just, like, walled gardens... That have been a thing since AOL, at one point, monopolized the entire CD manufacturing capacity of the world just to send you coasters in the mail. And if you were really clever, you could get them, your friends to give you their AOL CDs and you could get a free month of AOL over and over until you turned old enough to uh, buy your own internet, I guess. When it... I hate him. 
You hate Vinkatesh Rao. You always have. I tried to make you read him once before. I've been reading Ribbon Farm for a long time because I'm exactly the target demographic for this. Like, I will actually sit and read a 35-minute fucking blog post seeking the one nugget of maybe a good idea that's in it as long as you put it in some fucking... in some uh, hyper-technical, smooth-brain, nerd bullshit lingo that appeals to me when I'm eating my breakfast cereal. I so, hate Francis Fukuyama's idea. I I don't I like Francis Fukuyama's idea either. I don't know about the person, but I hate his idea. No, he's he's probably really unpleasant in person as well. I as an ad hominem attack, I would assume that he's the sort of person to be like, "You did put the blender back when you were done on washed up and everything, right?" But I think that but and you. Bad. I'm not bad. sure that he's that Vinkatesh Rao is using the Francis Fukuyama shit right. I he's referencing it. Are imagining me being tucked into bed with a fever, and you being very gentle with me while I fucking whine like a baby about how much I hate media studies because it hurts my brain. You're gonna make me skip the part. Where uh, Princess Buttercup and Wesley do a kiss because you think it's gross because you're eight year old Fred Savage and you're sick and you're in your bed. Yes, that exactly, exactly. that. It's okay. We're gonna skip that. <laughs> We're gonna skip any parts that are romantic or dry. Have to do with uh, Games of Thrones. Uh, I I managed to distill this article to a compact twelve hundred words by extracting only the sentences that made sense and seemed relevant. Um, I can try to read it to you in order. That seems, um, what's the word? Torturous. seems like it would be torturous, but uh, I can all, we, we should all, we can also just, we should, we shouldn't have to make the listener list, read this article. It is a long article. That's it. It is worth doing. Sarah, do you want to hear some bullshit? Okay. Sarah, you're Max, you're in you? space with us. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I don't know. I'm. Sarah's worn out. in judgment for most of these episodes. Damn. I don't know. You're if just you know hovering that. there, not giving me any feedback or or uh, thing to work with. You're just invisible. I mean, mostly I'm playing video games uh, and ignoring Mike, so it's not really. It's not you about should, you. You should <laughs> run a live stream. We need a. We need no. somebody to, to live stream video games. That's how you get the zoomers. I'm not nearly. I'm not nearly good enough. You don't enough. have to be good at it. I don't think you have to win the video. Yeah. Oh, no you just have to have like. Yeah. You just you have just, to play. You have to create an army of mooks <laughs> that will then. That's right. Yell at people and death of you, as will be explained by this wonderful piece of writing, which I hate so, so much. So you guys are talking about Twitter. So, right. this guy, we're I'm talking. We're talking about an essay that talks about Twitter as being an example, the best example of where people beef online. If, do you ever use Twitter? No. Sometimes I see tweets on Reddit and I laugh at them and I move on. <laughs> and that's pretty much. Like I just read one while I was pooping, and it said, "What if you were tickling your girlfriend, and then she started laughing like Joe Rogan?" Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that would be. Terrible. I mean, you can find anything on Twitter, and you can have endless arguments. What did you say earlier? Oh my god, it made my like my soul shrivel. The fucking thought leaders. Thought leaders. Thought leaders. Uh... <laughs> Thought leaders, we follow. We stand woke king. Is that an actual thing? Do people call themselves people thought leaders? Do. Is- yes, I'm sorry. If, you, if you've been on reddit.com instead of on twitter.com or on medium.com or on uh, news.ycombinator.com, then mm-hmm. you haven't seen all the thought leaders and you have been safe. There are only, there are, I don't think there's a lot of leading thoughts going on uh, on Reddit, because nobody's trying to promote their careerism there. They're like trying to not be at work. But people go on Twitter and they're like, "Hey, I'm literally the guy 
that's trying to make Bitcoin for ideas. It's called the Marketplace of Ideas. You can follow me on all of these things. Um, and I'm a thought leader in the area of cryptocurrencies of truthiness. So this isn't like a, a term that's awarded to somebody by a group of people. It's just something that somebody claims. Well, it's both. There's no, there's no thought leader oh. certification. <laughs> but I, you know, okay. you could make an account and I could be like noted thought leader and high power gaming streamer. And then whatever your handle yeah. is. I don't know what your Twitter handle would be. What is the fucking realm? Uh, the knights and the mooks? Yeah. That- he's got like this pyramid in his mind that he's created where like Vladimir Putin creates conflicts that these knights then profit off of using their armies of Wait, mooks. Of just I believe you are yeah. falling uh, prey to the conspiracy or uh, fallacy that he says you're going to fall prey to. So I've, maybe we should go through that a little slower he, before you jump to the conclusion that he tries to swat it away at the end. So what you're trying to say is that I'm describing a straw man that he described yeah. saying that I would describe yeah. it. <laughs> Which, I hate I, yeah, you would hate him. <laughs> he is defended against you. Um. No, he's not defended against me. <laughs> I'm describing what he wrote about. <laughs> uh, I'm For the record, I don't necessarily agree with this article or disagree with it put that on my permit record i just read it that's all i just read it to you i would never disrespect the fucking honorable study of fucking weird media communication shit it really is something that's important shit it just personally turns my brain off in this like uh makes me want to sit in a big comfortable chair and look grumpily at a room from underneath the blanket. I'm also opening beer number seven right now. Oh, cool. So. I, I don't know if I should actually read this I, shit to you since we're clearly up. Give us, it's, give us the unholy 1200 words. Yeah, that's, it's, let me check. The, I'm not sure. It might be more than that. The whole fucking thing literally is like 7,000 words. Um, yeah. You, Made me suffer through it. Um, I read the whole fucking thing, and the very first fucking comment was, archetypes are biological. Oh, yeah, the comments were incredibly bad. The comments are... Archetypes are biological, Max. I read it on the internet. It's gotta be true. So, archetypes are blah, 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 <laughs> The comments on this shit are inevitably like people attempting to do the same thing, but even worse, which I guess is the fucking, the fucking point of it. All right, let me... Let me prepare my my brain for this. It, I, uh, this is like a very long... 1,200 words is like an hour of reading or something. And I don't care that much. So so hurry uh, me up through the pieces you know that suck. Uh, or, attempt, or summarize and I'll skip ahead, if that makes sense. Oh. Uh, yeah. You can, you can battle this process. I don't really want... Yeah, like that. <laughs> Kevin Spacey is an LA confidential. I didn't fucking know that. Why didn't I know that? Fuck. Anyway. Kevin Spacey. I have I have information that will lead to the arrest of Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> um Kevin Spacey. No, I, I don't kill me. I don't know anything about Kevin Spacey. Don't fucking kill me. I have I, nothing to say. We all have information that will lead to the arrest of Kevin Spacey at this point. It's that he fucking kills people that have the information. That he yeah, well. And now everything knows it. It's so, like the fucking ring. Now it, we're all fucked. He can kill all of us. He's yeah. And he will. Allegedly. <clears throat> so, the Internet of Beefs. The Internet of Beefs by Vinkatesh Rao can be found at ribbonfarm.com.fuck.goddamn.shit. Here we go. If you participate in online public life, you cannot entirely avoid the Internet of Beefs. It is too big, too ubiquitous, and too widely distributed and connected across platforms. To continue operating in public spaces without being drawn into the conflict, you have to build an arsenal of passive-aggressive behaviors, like subtweeting, 
ghosting, blocking, and muting, all while ignoring beef-only thinkers calling you out furiously as dishonorable and cowardly and trying to bait you into active aggression. This is the first interruption where we refer to the definition of beef as put by Biggie Smalls, which is, is Vinkatesh Rao's ma not safe on the street? No. Does he have to roll with 30 other fucking people? No. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just on the face of it, this shit's ridiculous. Please continue. I love yes. you. This, the, it, uh, above this, somewhere in the article, it says, as the great weirding morphs into the perma-weird, the public internet is turning into the internet of beefs. Yeah. This is, this is due to the fact that if you name something, especially if you put capital letters on it or do it in Latin or Greek, then it's yours now and you can sell it to people. That's what that's the the insight behind inside porn is like I'm gonna call this the Internet of Beefs and make a vague reference to it being like blockchain or the Internet of Things. And then I'm going to coast on this idea right onto Hacker News. I'm not just gonna sell pictures of my ass. I'm gonna sell pictures of my ass in a van by the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. He also says your other option is to retreat to a shadowy network of private spaces defended by blocks, restricted feeds, secret group, gatekeeping boundaries, and subscribers-only paywalls, a sort of underground internet that I've previously called the Cozy Web. The Cozy Web, which he has represented, I've seen it in diagrams, as like essentially like a little um, burrow-type thing in the internet. Like if the Darknet is the weird mycelial way that weird nutrients get around then the cozy web is just like this 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 warren or uh or burrow of creatures that hide out what a like a like a prairie dog mongoose type thing we don't need no fucking metaphors man the cozy web is like a group of people talking to each other on the internet it's like yeah 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 motherfucker make it complicated it's literally like that fucking room at the library where you can have meetings. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lunch table at school. It's like it's the lunch table. It's, but it, but the the uh, idea that he, here being that there is some sort of zone called the public, the public web, where people go, and then that there are these uh, secret zones that we hide out and, and talk to each other within, and that the DMs. It's like not an amazing mediological insight. Um, his that's just that's just sort of, that's the basis from from which mediological you know media mediology media mediology. I'm a mediologist. <laughs> that's fucking right, bro. I uh, the mediology, the study of memes and uh, meme related acceleration. No, it's just a fancy word for a butcher. It's a it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's slicing up the body politic here. He's saying, he's saying, so within the public sphere, if you don't just hide out and become um, a wasteoid in the fucking uh, tunnels, then you're out on the surface and you're being blasted at constantly in the internet of beefs. It is a feudal structure at the heart of which, well, excuse me. I'm starting out over. I'm gonna, well, uh, yeah, I'll interrupt you right here to just provide the preface of my opinion over this entire piece of writing, which is that this man is just installing old ideologies over the modern world to prevent any sort of progress from happening because he's a neoliberal shell from hell. Yeah. Anyway. But at, from the black pill perspective uh, that I'm bringing tonight, he, maybe he's just observing a an ancient uh, operating system of the mind that's been running for a long time, which is feudalism, um, which is just like the the construct of a corporation. It, uh, feudalism like injected itself into corporate uh, skeletons so that it would be able to survive the transmit transmutation into capitalism rather than. Um, like landed nobles. What? Yeah, I get what's being said, but like the nobles of our society are corporate. A corporation 
is feudal society installed on our modern society. What this is, is popular bitches. Yeah, but the, okay, so he, his thing here is instead of the marketplace of ideas, where all ideas are money and all money will be traded, this is the fealty of ideas, where you are either a knight or a mook. That's his thing. You're either a knight out there that is charismatic and essentially a grifter, uh, or you're one of their uh, backup guys that comes in to reply, to repost, to, uh, like, in- engage, to yeah. get engagement metrics, data. Either you're a big fella or you're in the hench person's union. The hench person's union. No, but the hench persons are not united. That's the thing. The hench persons are all fighting each other. That's how feudalism has always worked. And he's just saying this is happening because of people's popular bitches' brains on the internet, and that it happens worse on some places than others, and Twitter is an example of that. But, like, it also well, no, happens the in, the, in your Facebook with your, like, uncle. or You gotta listen to me. I, the hench person will be victorious over that agglomeration of scabs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The brigade, the brigade that just brigades brigading, um, and the, night, the nightless uh, mook men are Mook manorialism. He calls it. He invent, reinvents the Internet of Beef. Says mook manorialism. Like, like halfway through. Um, a third. Okay, where are we at with the reading? Uh, am I fucking? Uh, I I can't fucking read all of this. It's so, there's okay. I can read. I, I would. I'm it's gonna. Bad. I'm gonna aim for like noun phrases. Um, because <laughs> he because here you go. The semantic structure of the Internet of Beefs is shaped by high-profile beefs between charismatic celebrity knights loosely affiliated with various citadel-like strongholds peopled by opt-in armies of mooks. I can't read all of those noun phrases at you. That's That's cool, man. I have a built-in filter on my brain that's just like, nah, they're doing that. To be a knight, of course, is to have a recognized name and a storied reputation as a beef-only thinker to be reckoned with. One capable of I want you to know you're doing a great work right now. You're reading the fucking Pentagon Papers into the Congressional Record right now. <laughs> a beef-only thinker to be reckoned with. You are a fucking beef-only thinker. <laughs> you, so, to be, to be personal about it, you are a beef-only thinker. You, uh, you approach this... Uh, this whereas, where I approach this, uh, this or any article with the complete mindlessness of a scroller, and I just scroll through and I'm just like, I believe this currently. It has scrolled past. Now I do not believe it. You uh, you attempt to, like, come to a brawl with this... Uh, um... No, I attempt to fucking understand it, and the man slathers himself in garbage and wants me to hug him. <laughs> yeah, but have you ever... Have you never hugged somebody that's covered in garbage? It's... There's... Only people I particularly like, but I don't know Who him! Do you think... Get your buzzwords you off your it? fucking. It is the buzzwords are incredible. To buzzwords to get all those buzzwords off his fucking body, and then maybe I'll give him like a little fucking pat on the back, like okay, buddy. It's technically this is a hug. It short circuits your brain using like this all of these like nuggets of dopamine that are you're like oh I figured out what all those words were. I... You know, amongst all this shit, too, his basic premise, like what he's describing. I agree with, and it's just slathered with all this ideology that I really, really hate. Like, it's interesting that he takes this structure that I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's a real thing. And he's describing the structure that, like, I agree exists throughout this whole fucking piece, but he uh, infuses it. It's like he took a fucking turkey and put a fucking... uh, uh, What's that? There's like, sometimes people make turkeys with beer cans in them, right? And I'm like, I'm just worried about that weird paint off. Can. Like, <laughs> turkey is good. Beer is good. Putting a whole beer can inside of turkey and baking it like that is fucked up. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of lead chips in this shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you like put little fucking Snickers bars all over the top of the turkey. It's like, this is too much. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, here, here's, a, here's an actual sentence. Here's two sentences in a row. You cannot predict the course of a culture war by trying to understand it as a military conflict. You can only predict it by trying to understand it as the deliberate perpetuation of a culture of conflict by those with an interest in keeping it alive. So, 
Yeah. Okay. So this is yeah. So this so he's that's that's the 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 actual nugget of insight in here is that the the culture war is a, is at its base is a grift and the entire like edifice of pundits having opinions about other pundits doing dunks and having takes is all just a uh, a a machine that extracts the last thing that there is which is your attention span as you sit around being useless at the end of history as the last man. And it, the machine just, like, holds your eyes open and jams things in them until you go to bed at night. And that this is something that we... that is, has to do, is like, hijacking our deep, feudalistic, uh, tribalistic brains in his argument here. And that the mooks and that the mooks are fueling, not the knights who are in control, not the Putins or anybody. That was the fallacy he thought you would call him on. It's that the mute, the mooks, the last man guys that are just wandering around, needing to simulate some sort of uh, tradition, some sort of coherent meaning in their lives, are going to keep this fucking machine going. It's the end of history for Fukushima, fucking Yama and fucking Rao and fucking Hillary Clinton, man. The days of every movie being fucking secretly about Hillary Clinton are over. The neoliberal hegemony is over. It only lasted like 20 years from the fall of the Soviet Union to the rise of Trump. But like people being like, oh, history's over. Soviet Union fell down. History's over. The story is over. Is like so fucking stupid because... They're just like, oh, these people are moots. They're like incapable of recognizing the humanity and the actual value of these arguments that are being had, you know, because they're incapable of recognizing the humanity of the people having the arguments. Uh, because there's like, there literally is a bajillion arguments to be had right fucking now, right as we get the ability to make these arguments because someone was a genius and saw that there would be a market for grifting on these fucking arguments, there's a market for it because we live in a capitalist society. Of course there's a grift. But that doesn't mean this fucking discourse doesn't need to actually happen. Like, uh, trans people really do need to run up and down the fucking mall with a machine gun letting people know that they exist and they want to continue to exist. You know? <laughs> it needs to fucking happen. Uh, like, agreed. Agree. I absolutely. I think that we're coming for your traditional values and trying to destroy a good Christian society that exists is the like right attitude in general. Um, and that, and that the end of the shit is like the guy in his truck with the fucking you know the videos of the man in truck, like the all right wing, all right wing diatribes apparently are recorded in a car while driving. <laughs> And somehow not <laughs> And, like, that's a whole fucking thing where, like, it kind of makes people seem more real when they're, like, some guy's just spitting a bunch of complete bullshit that makes me want to punch him in the face, but he's too far away. But he's, like, you know, he's a guy in traffic. So it's like, oh, yeah, of course he's spitting bullshit. He's coming to and from his imaginary job that he has to constantly... He just has to sit in traffic all day to convince his wife that he's still employed. Like... He's a real person. <laughs> his, his, his whole life is just making sure that the truck doesn't stay in one place because there's nowhere to park. Um, yeah. So the, the right... You, back up, you were talking... The essential thesis of the man in the truck, this is the... These are the mooks, right? This is just like... Well, people are making money off the mooks. Yeah, the mooks. Like, the person who just wants to fucking live... And the person who's walking around with just like a fucking boundless, bottomless rage is a fucking mook. Oh, you want to live? Fuck you. Oh, you're angry. Yeah, fuck you. You know, like, oh, you're a complete fucking psycho with a gun. Fuck you. Like, uh, and we really are, you know, that's like the human condition. And like these people that are temporarily not experiencing that think like, oh, look at you. You want to live. You're a psycho with a gun. <laughs> and like, it's, like, this is not the end of history. This is how all of history has been for the majority of people. 
just like endless traffic and psychos and fucking shittiness and it's too hot or too cold or it's raining and you have to fucking chop wood. And like uh, this idea that like uh, MOOCs should be uh, looked down upon for having these arguments. Like, no, this is when progress is made. This is where the fucking bread gets buttered by having these arguments that hurt people's feelings, you know? And like, it produces something or other, you know? And like, depending on how well we actually discourse on this shit, but like, well, like, we have all this unpleasant shit to say, so it's gonna be unpleasant. It, I, I think this is like a very democratic impulse that you're talking about, and he's talking about a feudalist impulse. Well, like, this is like one of these anarchy problems, right? Like, amongst the anarchists, like, amongst the anarchists, there are no leaders, and then there's like, knows and they're like capital d definitely not the leader and like um that's totally how feudalism started for sure there is definitely a correlation there but like uh also for most of human history you kill your king you know like keep a lid on it and it doesn't become a problem and like everybody knows they're grifters that's why we call them grifters now i'm defending it fuck you god damn it <laughs> I've been defending it for ten minutes, Max. I hate <laughs> the 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 we are we were whether or not history actually ended in the sense of neoliberalism actually winning forever. Obviously, we have different opinions than uh, Vinkatesh Rao does. He's he's like okay, so Fukuyama didn't take it far enough. I think the history did end, and everyone else is zombie. Last person's, um, what did he say? Pale shadows of dead archetypes drawn from many imagined histories. Histories that are all 30 years past their terminus. Yeah, because the narrative that he's working off of, the neoliberal narrative, is over. And that means that we're all zombies. But there, but there, that was the last narrative standing. That, I don't think, well, it's not the last narrative standing. A million flowers bloomed, man. Like, uh, like in the Cultural Revolution, like Mao said, let a fucking thousand flowers bloom, let a million flowers bloom, or whatever. I forget how many fucking flowers he meant. But the uh, <laughs> point being, all these young people went out and started beating the shit out of old people and doing all kinds of like pretty heinous shit. But um, modern China kind of, you know, like China fucking had some processing to do or whatever the fuck. And like, you know what? The streets were not. I guess the streets didn't have enough blood on them. No? Fucking, uh... When people gotta flip out, people are gonna flip out, man. Like, that's many narratives. And then they coalesce back into a narrative uh, when shit is so stable that no one gives a fuck about anything anymore. That's when the real zombies... The real zombies are the fucking boomers that grew up doing, during the Cold War and never thought about they're big fucking, whoa, crazy ideas. Maybe I should smoke weed or something like that. That's a fucking zombie. From birth to fucking grave. That's right. You got the one hop, the one school, the one ideology. Over there, bad guy. Over here, good guy. Let's not nuke each other. You know, like, fucking, that's some zombie. That's shit. right. And the, ulti- the ultimate mooks really usually are boomers. The, like, reply guys and the, uh, the like, people that just make the same joke. But quote tweet it. That maybe I think that we're mookier than that actually. Um, like they're just burping these things. The people who really mean it are, I think, tend to be younger. I think it depends what zone you're at. It, if you're if you're in gamer chats or if you're on Twitter, then it's like millennials rule because there's just that more. Or the or uh, some of the younger things are probably for Zoomers. Although I want Dana to speak for them. And boomers live on Facebook. Um, that's where they live. That's where they see each other, and that's that's where they meet up. And that's what their lives are. This conversation makes me feel like I'm booming. You're booming? I boomed. I feel like I've boomed like five times since the beginning of this conversation. Okay. It is okay. Like, what's with this new hair? What's with this new hair? What is this? I'll put on my sunglasses. I can't find them. Where are my sunglasses? No, no. I don't think I don't think you're responding in, inaccurately to this article. This shit has been 
This, the combination of like reasonable sentences and complete gibberish in this article has been uh, unpleasant to experience, and you're you're not wrong for losing your mind a little. It's uh, this guy is a Gen Xer probably, but he acts like a fucking boomer, you know. And he he ties up the whole thing. He ties up the whole thing by saying we are beefing because we no longer know who we are. We're all faced with the terrifying possibility that there's nobody to be, which obviously there are lots of people to be. We are all defining types of people to be, and he's just not seeing them. Um, and the, and like the pe- versions of people that haven't, uh, that we're not like all just simulating identities in the way that some the people who are still coasting on the riches of the 20th century are simulating identities. Oh. All I can do is dive on this as hard as possible. Well, the, there's no such thing as personhood. <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> the conclusion is inescapable. The internet of beefs will shut down and give way to something better only when we know who we want to be individually and collectively when the beefing stops and regenerate into that form. Only that... The form of the United States beefing with the Soviet <laughs> Russians forever, forever, forever. Long may he reign. <laughs> we, we... Where does that leave us? We who are very online and destined to eventually die on the internet of beefs, but do not wish to. <laughs> oh, this is... Yeah, you're right. This is garbage. Uh, the... But if, what if people, let me, let me dive into the steel man. What if people actually are a bunch of fucking, like, kind of just reactive animals that see the lever and push the lever and get the cocaine. And so they just, they just repeat the joke or they just tag their friends in the replies or... They just argue about politics or they just um, all upvote things on Reddit that make them kind of giggle while pooping. And that is ultimately to just to the benefit of like grifter power of people who will take advantage of that. And then is it, those are thought leaders. That means that our, the like discourse that our brains are taken up with is following around these fucking mind crappers that want to ruin, like, everybody's day to, to get their attention fix and make you aware of their many types of products that you can buy or Patreons you can subscribe to. Um, what if the greatest minds of our generation are, like, figure spending their time figuring out how to make people look at them wear a sponsored product? Yeah, we live under capitalism. All the mind is gone. We're all e-girls. We are all e-girls now. Vinkatesh Rao is an e-girl for inside porn. He has to, like, make more of these things. They can't ever actually have an answer because he has to continue getting consultation jobs. As far as, like, the realm of, like, the the political economy of e-girldom, like, we're, I'm not qualified. Um, bro, there's, there's, sure, there's, there's a lot of landmines right there. You can step on them. No, I can't. I can't even step on them. I can't even go there. <laughs> uh, the um, there's like a there's an actual like political economy that I know zero about. I don't even know enough to. Mistaken, mistake it for something else, you know. Like, uh, uh, I, uh, dude, I don't even fucking appreciate animated. All right, like, I'm not like that. I don't. I'm not in that universe. You're not. You're barely. But like, online. that universe is actually the future, and it's unfortunate but what, true. Animated is the I'm future. What is what? the future? Animated titties, man. <laughs> Fucking all these weird asses doing their weird shit. 
Like it's just like having green hair in 1994. Like whatever. But uh, the whole like, <laughs> all the fucking time. Like you know the government's got a fucking satellite up there watching you take a shower, or jerk off, whatever the fuck. Pornhub's probably the most fucking powerful people on earth, or whatever the fuck. These dudes over here talking about fucking social media, like that doesn't play into it, you know? Like, like what do you think those knights are fucking mooking for? You know, like all these little mooks and whatever running around trying to be mooks, they just want, they just want to feel belonging. That's what dude's not talking about is the feeling of belonging is extremely important to live. You know, you want to belong, and like you want to find other people that agree with you. And there's no better way to do that than to just fucking shit up somebody. <laughs> so, the knights or whatever they talked about, these people that are drifting off of it, they actually are providing a service to all us fucking shitlords. Like, you know, like when I'm sitting in front of fucking McDonald's with nothing to do, like somewhere out there, there's like 50,000 other motherfuckers sitting in front of McDonald's with nothing to do. How about we all just go shit on these assholes who are all stuck in traffic? You know, like, uh, how, how do I find them? <laughs> Oh, I'll just look up communism on the Twitters. You know, I'll go to the anarchy Reddit. I'll go to the fucking... (laughs) And so there's these collecting points. And these people think they're grifting, but they're just serving as collecting points, you know? But who's actually making money is Twitter and Reddit. Like, that's the actual fucking money. Yeah. The grifters aren't making shit money. They're just e-girls. They're like... Yeah, 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 that's right. You know, they're working class people, essentially. They're serving as collecting points or, like, uh, local points of attention, that kind of shit, you know? There's some, like, attention economy that, like, it's not my thing. I don't understand anything about it. There's this confluence of, like, you... sex and money and, like, attention and brain It's called cloud. It's called cloud. <laughs> it's got a name. <laughs> kind of. Maybe. Cloud's, like, got a fear element, too. I don't know. That's what Machiavelli maybe. would say. I I don't know nothing it's about It's courier shit, man. It's, uh, I don't know how to say that word out loud. Courti- courtiers? <laughs> oh, like court- courtiers. Courtiers. Yeah, oh, that's, all right, I refuse the word. Court people. Um, it's it, not, it like the, uh, hangers on and sycophants and people that just hang, are like around because they're like somebody's cousin and they're around. And you have to find something for them to do. Um, except that... Oh, the fucking... It's um, feudalism. Yeah, Chicago politics stuff. That's Chicago politics. Yeah. That's like... Uh, the machine, man. The more jobs you give out. Yeah. The more jobs you can get people, the more power you've got, the more clout you've got. That's the thing. Like, that, that's, uh, that shit is all now happening at this, like, hyper speed with... Uh, Nobody's fucking making money off somebody, this shit. Well, right? no, I think hey, you, you're right. The people that are making money off it are the people that own the mm-hmm. platforms. Not, yeah. Um, but that's a lot of that's that's like the on, the only thing left to extract when capital is stumbling through its like hollow, like empty uh, end time. It's all it's got left to extract is just. People's gullibility, where they just extract money from a bunch of fucking uh, weird financial dealings like real estate and SoftBank and stuff, and from people's attention, they're like these. You know, there's so there are these monsters out there that that operate on this outrage cycle that are eating our fucking minds. And you know who you gotta ask about this shit is like anybody that's ever fucking signed a deal, rapping. Like, cool. Yeah, get get all those yeah, people to come on the show. Don't. Yeah, right. I'll just like call it Biggie Smalls and Tupac right now. I, I know a guy. His name's Elvis. <laughs> so you mean you mean people that were beefing, people that were becoming thought leaders in the rapping community? <laughs> you don't even know. Just fucking. Uh, I'm hurt. I'm, gonna, I'm hurting you. <laughs> I'm bringing it tonight. <laughs> Yo, your fly's undone, man. I'm all fly. Uh, I am fucking zippers from top to bottom. <laughs> Just zipping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the whole fucking idea of, like, you can rap fucking all day about whatever the fuck you can be the best or whatever the fuck, but in the end, it's about fucking selling records to 
the market has nothing to do with your community. It has nothing to do with your fucking art form. The market is about selling mm. albums. And the whole reason you're trying to sell albums is because you have money in the Like, this, you know, there's some fucking, it's not the same thing. There's some relation to that, like, because it's fucking cultural work, you know? We should talk to the art and labor people about this. Yeah. There's some people to talk to on this, like, like the people that own the fucking art studio or the people that own the fucking museum or the people that fucking like are buying a painting for 2 million and selling it for 8 million and regretting not fucking buying up fucking Dumbo or something. Well, but that shit's all a grift, yeah. right? That's like that. Yeah. But the art, who was just talking about the art world hustle just being like a complete, I can't remember where I heard or saw this, but it just being this, um, way of of transmitting money by valuing things. You just like say that this thing is worth uh, ten thousand dollars, and now it is, and because it's been appraised, because somebody said that somebody might buy it for that, and then you can like take out a loan against it, or have insurance on it, or all this stuff. Maybe that Birkhoff that fucking did the thing that Wu Tang fucking did the thing with the fucking. Um... There's value from being seen, and there's value from being hidden. And, like, there's value of, like, being famous, right? You can make money off that. You can grift off that. That's got value. And then there's value from, like, being like, no one ever gets to see this shit. Like, the Wu-Tang album that is hidden and the Wu-Tang album that is sold. It's, like, two different types of value. And uh, that cozy web shit, that's the hidden shit, right? But it's not really hidden. It doesn't actually have value because the government sees what? it. The real fucking shit is person to person in the fucking sauna with everybody naked so you know nobody's fucking tapping. Yeah, I've actually found that if value. you print out memes and hand them out to people, they're more valuable. They're willing to pay for small amounts of money for them. Yeah. And then... <laughs> you don't get fucking paid to do <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're... we're uh... We need some kind of Samizdat kind of systems. I guess that's why I like podcasts, because they're hard to search. They're hard for uh, robots to index. The levels of irony can be stacked infinitely so that you can be talking about something you're not talking about while you're talking about it. Yeah, I literally, yeah, this whole thing, this podcast is literally, so we make all of our revenue off of selling encrypted advertising. In the fucking spectrogram of this podcast. That's true. So, at the beginning, when you hear that, that's our spectrogram. We put an image in there for every episode that you have to decrypt to see the advertising. And people love that shit, and they pay us for that shit. And if you need to get paid for that shit, or sorry, if you want to pay us for that <laughs> shit, if you need to get paid for something, you're going to have to put value on that. <laughs> and we'll build value off that by hiding it inside of our podcast. In an encrypted file, it'll be a huge pain in the ass to fucking decrypt and probably be broken. People will be like, whoa, this is amazing secret. This is like occult shit right here. This is a Golden Dawn, Aleister Crowley, fucking uh, Marilyn Manson in the desert making deals with CIA shit. Like, fucking hit us up. <laughs> yeah, buy ads. Buy Spectro ads now. Get any life in the off-world yeah. colonies. Spectrograms. Yeah. Spectrograms. Oh, yeah. There's going to be. About data. All this bullshit buzzword nonsense. All of Twitter is buzzword. There's nothing but buzzword. The only... And all that shit that Rao was talking about is like a critique of buzzwords, using buzzwords. Like, shut the fuck up. Where do you, how much energy does it take to produce one bit of data? Like, what type of data are you using? You can define it not by, shut the fuck up what you're saying. Not what you're saying by the amount of thermodynamic entropy created by the creation of one bit. One, zero, one, one. What is the distinction? What is the level of distinction that's created by that? And, like, how much does it take to make the machine that produces that, you know? 
All of that is what is important. And what you're fucking saying with your stupid fucking bitch mouth doesn't fucking matter. Shut the fuck up. You're a neoliberal shell. Please erase this. I don't want to be on record. This is uh this has been another episode of the Intergalactic Railroad. Uh, this is a podcast that you can find at biocosm.xyz or on any place that you find podcasts, except maybe Apple Podcasts, if they won't let us fucking be on there. It's unclear. And um, it's been an absolute pleasure to not understand whether we're the last men of history reenacting mook shit or whether we're absolute cosmic knights leading the charge in the meme war. Um, Definitely the latter, right? It's got to be the latter. No, that that dichotomy sucks. (laughs) 